If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch was probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Alright, welcome to Which Police Radio. I'm here uh, with a band that's been on the show, but n- not for a while. I think it's been uh, it's been a number of years since uh, I last had you on the podcast, and that was back in the, uh, the the before times where I was actually meeting people in person. And I think we hung out at a Tim Hortons or something and talked about your music. But uh, you know, we're back again in this this new uh, dystopian future, and we're talking to each other over the internet. But uh, yeah, I'm glad to have you back. I know you've been uh, fairly active as a band uh, over the last little bit, and uh, I think the best way to start this off is. If the three of you want to introduce yourselves and, and what you do in the band, just so people can put a, a name to the voice. Okay, I'm I'm Brian. I'm the singer and lyricist. I'm Jeremy. I play cool. gu- guitar and backup vocals. Cool. And I'm Dave. Uh, I play drums and uh, strange noises and all that sort of stuff that uh, no no one wants to identify. That's those are all mine. Right on, right on. And yeah. you, you were the very difficult to Google band. Why? And they're very difficult to find in my own podcast <laughs> website as well. I was trying to search for the previous episode. And of course, every time yeah. I've written the word why in any description of any episode, that comes up as well. So, um, but yeah, you're, you're why. And, uh, as we talked about last time, you were doing this for a while. You've been uh, kind of uh, plugging away for, for a number of years now, a lot of releases, a lot of big shows. Um, what is sort of the what is maybe maybe a good way to place to start is is you know we've all de- dealt with this past uh, few years of of kind of chaos with with the pandemic and shows being canceled and it being difficult to 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 rehearse and 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 get together and all these things what has that been like coming out of that for for you as a band uh, sort of realizing now you can actually you know for the past year or so you've been able to to get together be able to rehearse write music that kind of stuff well I, first of all I'll say you can find us if you just type in why the band com or why the band on YouTube and we'll come up. That's the so trick, right? One word. There you go. Or song titles. Um, we well, what we did was during it, we did a lot of live um, streaming uh, concert events. We we just set up, get lights, and have some cameras set up, and uh, we just do the songs. So we basically it would be like a glorified dress rehearsal, and they were very sterile, but they were fun to do. But it just felt very weird to be kind of method acting to an empty room. So yeah. Socially distanced, of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was that, and of course we we I think when we just before the, the I think the second last shutdown, we quickly did Calloused Heart and recorded that and released it, and it it turned out really well. But since then, we've been working on a bunch of new music. Um, Calloused Heart's kind of was the beginning of the next album. The last album was Despite All the Darkness, and it was 2019. So we do have an, a not a lot of material. Um, but we decided to really record and release another song, and that is um, our single um, uh, "Soul Declares," which 
kind of came out of one of these jam rehearsal sessions that we weren't broadcasting live on the internet and um so we've just really been in that kind of place of of um improvisation and letting music kind of just show up and then trying to not be in the way and let just kind of collaborate and and kind of just be i guess open and letting the songs happen and that, i think the soul declares is the best example of of just being um available uh to each other and to the music cool. so the song has definitely got some chaos to it but it's also got a beauty to it as well do you think that kind of having that um continuation throughout the pandemic throughout the lockdowns where you were doing live streams and we're still playing music together even in a, a strange environment that could kind of give you a leg up maybe over some other artists and that you were you know you didn't get rusty you, you were you were constantly kind of uh working on your well, stuff we got rusty no we got rusty <laughs> we still got but i think what was hard was then we had to do a video for that song and we had everyone shot it in different locations so we drop off camera gear at jeremy's place and then he'd set it up and I'd look over Zoom or over something and go, eh, you want to adjust that light. And the same with Dave. So it was just like we shot separately. So we're never in the room together for the, that video. And now this new video, we got to be in the room and also with our two live um, assets who are incredible. Our keyboardist, uh, Eric Nordquist and uh, Maddie Peters on bass. So we had just kind of like the live band for this new video. But I don't I think it was a great way to stay locked in but i think we were in a very creative mode weren't we dave i think we were just in a creative space um during all of this so that was that was helpful in in the writing process mm -hmm. yeah I, I think we we could um we were kind of free to do whatever because uh, at that point no one was uh doing shows no one was you know there right. was really the only people doing things were uh you know you'd see the odd uh um you know something on facebook or or zoom or something like that but uh uh, so yeah, we kind of had that freedom to do whatever we wanted to get the music out there, um, it, and it it was nice um, during that time because I mean I I was homeschooling kids at that point, so to have an adult conversation <laughs> was kind of nice. Uh, even though you know it, you know you try to be responsible, and at the same time you know with with what was going on, you try to be responsible, but at the same time, like if you just cut off all social connections with people like you just go you go nuts so yeah. this was a, a good way for us to connect with still with people uh online uh to some degree as well as just you know hang out together cool but yeah it, certainly creatively it was it was um it allowed us just to kind of jam whatever came out and and so i think this song was one of those that kind of um jeremy was noodling and i just started playing and brian had gone to the washroom or something and came back and we had a song written and then he had to he had the tough job of trying to, to uh, um, go through his years of of um, back catalog of, of lyrics that had not. This been one, used this to... one was purely in the moment. I didn't have any lyrics. I had to go back and transcribe what I sang because I didn't know what I sang. So when you guys had it, I came in and we ran it again, and I just started ad libbing. And I think I hit a few melodies that I liked and verses, and then I had to go back. And everyone was recording with their phones, so I said, "Everyone, send me everything, so I can go through it and try to transcribe and kind of." cherry pick uh lyrics or sometimes it was just noises i wasn't actually singing words <laughs> but it ever it always happens we're in in rehearsal and jeremy will start playing something and i go wow that's cool what is that and he'll go i don't know and then i'll look at dave and he just says stop and then we just pull out our phones and start recording because we know that's going to be a song and i've learned i've had lyrics recently come to me brilliant idea and then i i'll get it i'll get it down my after i drive here or go there and i didn't and it's gone and i think that's what i've learned now just if it comes document it because otherwise it's going to be gone. And um, yeah, 
I just don't want to wait. I don't know. Jeremy seems to remember everything he does, but I, I'm scared. I lose, <laughs> I lose lyrics and ideas very quickly if I don't keep the keep them recorded. So almost everything. <laughs> is that is the way that song turned out? Is that is that a change from the way you would typically write? I mean, that sort of sponta- spontaneity of it, or is that similar to how it's how pretty, your previous songs have been written? Pretty typical, like yeah. often. Yeah, a lot of the songs happen like that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes he comes with an idea that he's been, it's been in his head all day and he goes, I got to just playing with something I've been thinking about. But some of the songs really do happen to be just we're warming up, he's tuning up and then something happens or we're making an adjustment. We're going to, OK, let's change the, the set. The monitors again. I'm having a little trouble hearing myself because we're using a live PA in that room. And then something starts happening. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we've learned to just stop and be ready to, to deal with the music. It's like having an unexpected guest and you're okay, stop, clear, make room for the, at the table. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's get this going. Um, but I think it's very refreshing because it means that we have no idea what's coming. And that sounds very spiritual and, uh, you know, uh, ethereal. I mean, and I'm not trying to, I honestly, but when it's really good, if I don't recognize myself in the song, I kind of feel like, okay, I'm doing it right. Cause if I just, if I hear myself trying to emote something, then I know it's not genuine. I'd much rather be surprised by something afterwards and go, wow, I really felt that. And I wasn't thinking I was just going with the moment. I was trying to, I wasn't getting in the way of the song. And uh, I think with you too, it's, it's that. And then Dave, it just seems like we kind of intrinsically know what to do. And if, and it's also a safe place that if someone does something stupid, it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll just we'll circle back and fix that. <laughs> or it's okay to fall down and stumble because we're all kind of heading towards the same goal. So it's yeah. a real safe place to fail.
Well, I like what you said about that kind of intrinsically knowing what each other is doing. That, that, that's something that I guess you just gain from from the amount of time spent together, the amount of time working together and writing together and performing together. You have that kind of muscle memory almost of like, you know, you know what's going to happen, not not specifically as far as lyrics or, or chords, but just, you know, the, the vibe you're getting off each other is, is kind of, uh, it's built in right at this point. I think it's exciting when something yeah. surprises you though. Have you found that when you're doing something that you're surprised yourself when you played something and went, oh, I didn't, or are you a little more methodical than that? Because I'm always surprised by all of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Surprised? Yeah, sometimes I, I suppose. Um, He's a genius, so it doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps to have one of those. No, but better. I mean, like yeah. it really is like the best. Uh, most of the best songs usually are the ones where it kind of just it comes to you and you, you don't necessarily grind at it. And like if the song is like, just not coming together and you're working like you're just trying all these different things and you're just trying too hard really yeah. you, you know um you just have to be <laughs> just open to to just like something to come through you and uh just be ready for it really when it happens and effort doesn't sound very attractive or enjoyable <laughs> <laughs> you know, shouldn't hear struggle. I mean, there should be struggle maybe in emotion, but you shouldn't yeah. feel like these guys are trying really hard to make this work. It should be, it should feel like like natural like expression. Like when you're watching an actor, you shouldn't catch them acting. You know, yeah. For sure. Well, so what you said about it being genuine too, it, it can definitely see, I've heard bands for sure that, that the emotion even sounds forced because you know that they've, that they're trying to make you feel a certain right way rather than this is how they're feeling and it's coming through the music and it's more organic that way. I even find that with lyrics. Sometimes I'm going, I have no idea really what I mean until after I've listened to the song for a while or until someone says to me, oh, this song for me really kind of talked about this. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's what it's about because <laughs> I, I don't know. And I think there's sort of that ethereal spiritual aspect of I'm just sort of being available and useful and I don't really know. Maybe you always hope that you're not just writing. I mean, I have nothing against pop songs, and that, but I just don't want to write some song about my car. Um, I'd like to write something that maybe speaks to something. That, yeah someone's going through but it also speaks to maybe being bored there's nothing wrong with writing a song about being bored but just so it's a genuine honest emotion but to this song i still am figuring out what soul declares is fully about um and i'm gonna keep figuring it out uh, for me it feels sort of like some sort of um um a deconstruction or reconstruction of my worldview and of um how i see myself and maybe Others see themselves, and and um, sometimes you, you if you look deep beyond your own visceral kind of um, construct of who you are, you realize hey, maybe there's nothing going on under here. It's just there's just a lot of fancy paint job. It's all icing and no cake. And I think that that was sort of a thing for me. I wanted to kind of Callis Hart talked about the lack of empathy, and I was trying to re kind of connect with that. But this one felt more about like, is there any depth to who I am? And and if so, if it isn't, then maybe it's time to start building something anyway so I'll, I'll figure the song out as we go but right now it's just a lot of fun to play live and yeah it's uh it's very exciting is there kind of a balancing act between um having that kind of emotional content in the lyrics and then also wanting it to be fun to play live wanting it to be something that that people are going to nod their head to that they're going to get up out their seats for and have that kind of um the the you know feels good and you can dance to it but also has a deeper meaning when someone actually sits down maybe with headphones and listens to it in yeah. more in depth. I think Dave kind of handles that department. We'll, we'll get into it and it'll become <laughs> grandiose. And then Dave will come along and just make it a, just bring a, you know, and beat the crap out of us with his drums. And, um, 
And then we were, oh yeah, okay, this is really kick without Dave's um intuitiveness when it comes to like what we're doing. Cause some songs you're thinking, well, this is gonna be kind of a mid-tempo ballad, and then Dave starts playing one, oh, maybe not. Uh, or vice versa. He'll say, No, this has got to be less. And so I think Dave really sets the standard for for that and how fun it's gonna be because we're just having fun watching him play. Don't you find that, Dave? You're kind of the guy when it comes to to that. Well, it it needs to be fun, right? Like if you're not if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then like I don't know, we quit and write a bunch of music for commercials and stuff like that. But I mean, it's like if if you can't enjoy it, like what's the point of um, of sharing it, really? Um, so I mean, even at if, if you're to sit through one of our practices. Um, uh, well, I don't know if anyone could actually sit through one of the practices. They're just <laughs> that uh, just organized chaos, and and uh, uh, I don't know how many. Well, I I I don't want to um, throw Brian under the bus here too much with the, with some of what goes on at the practices, but it's just yeah, it's it's a lot. It's fun, it, and and if you don't enjoy it at the end of the day, why are you doing it? Um, and, and yes, it's, 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 either, right? it, it, it's it's great that there's. Um, you know, there's some of the, the, the music has, uh, had an impact, uh, uh, for people on, on people and, and, um, Brian's been a part of this the longest. So, I mean, he, he can speak to some of the stuff that's, you know, where people have, have come back to him and said, Hey, li listen, this song made a difference for me. And, and, and yes, in the end, that's that for me, that's, that's the big thing. But if you're not enjoying it along the way and it's just, then it's too much like work. Uh, and, yeah. um, and, and rock and roll is not supposed to be about work. It's supposed to, you know, be about that. Um, uh, and it's, it's an expression, really. So It's abandoned, too. And yeah. it should be a way to purge some emotions. Some people go to a gym and punch a, a bag. I think with us, it's we get it all out through the music. And um, it does feel euphoric sometimes. And sometimes we'll do something, and I think, this is probably not going to ever be anything, but it sure felt good while we were doing this jam or having a moment. And some stuff we've done and then just went, it didn't work. So we left it and then we came back. Mm -hmm. Like I think Callous Heart was a song we kind of went, ah, don't know what to do with that. And then we came back in a rehearsal one day and it just, you started playing it and it just worked. So some nice things need to ferment, I yeah. think, before you can actually get them to be anything good. What is sort of the, the, the sign for you as a band that something is good? Like, oh, I mean, you know, so like you said, some of these songs you come back to. So it's not the song itself that's the issue. It's that for whatever reason, it didn't, it didn't hit with you at that time what what sort of the um is there like a, a golden rule for this song is going to work as a song or is it just sort of different from each each song to each song i think we hit a wall sometimes but then the wall disappears over time yeah i don't think we've abandoned anything completely like i don't think anything that jeremy's come up with has been abandoned i think we've ended up going back and re, re, re you know resurrecting things so i don't think we've ever had anything when oh that's just never going to be anything so mm. so far, I mean, so that's a good sign. Yeah, but I mean, do you find that it would? It's that we. I don't think we've really abandoned anything that we've been writing in the past little while. Well, or anything yeah. you haven't shown us. <laughs> yeah, well, we have abandoned. I think some stuff, but I think we've all just forgotten about it <laughs> because <laughs> it needs to be forgotten. Well, or it needs to be worked on. It needs to be retooled. But there has been, yeah, stuff that uh, um was. Well, I'm thinking of one of our songs that when we first wrote it, 
it uh it's not on the it's not on the other album but um it was very different from what it is now we we've like completely reworked it and so uh, all of them so <laughs> no well no not all oh, i know them, it but, already. you know and like yeah some sometimes there's certain certain kind of parts that uh, that i think oh this is this is a good guitar line and then and then later on it just kind of i have an epiphany and i'm like oh no that's actually a bass line all right and yeah, uh happened, and yeah. it completely just changes everything so yeah, yeah. It, sometimes there's just the pieces have to like sit in their own corner and ferment for a while well 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 everything is take a time out together yeah think about what you've done <laughs> we'll get back to you when you when you've got more clarity <clears throat> yeah the, 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 the that song <laughs> yeah you gotta put it in the penalty box for a bit and then uh, it comes back out and it's something new
Will you break this calloused heart? Will you break this calloused heart? Will you? Uh, with this single that you got the new single you're you're obviously pushing this pretty hard and getting you know on social media and everything i'm seeing a lot of stuff um what's the what is this leading up to is this leading up to a new album is this leading up to more more singles coming out in the relatively near future i think it's a matter of money we have enough songs we probably could we could start recording an album now right we just don't have the funds is it cost to record I always love that when he was the, with the, the guy from Spotify was saying, well, people need to put out more content. Well, that's great if you're Taylor Swift or or Coldplay or something, but we don't have that disposable money just to throw out a song, so we have to really be deliberate in what we're doing. I mean, if I had, if we had the cash, we'd go in and start recording tomorrow. And uh, But what's, I guess, the best the blessing of this is that we end up kind of getting a chance to really refine the songs we think and there's songs we know are ready to go but there's some that are still refining because we've been playing them live mm-hmm. we have songs in our set list that aren't recorded yet okay. but they become like regulars in the show and people respond to them and someone will say to me oh when can i buy that and, eh, it's not <laughs> out yet i mean that's what happened with with soul declares we had people saying oh that song you guys have it sounds like kind of like radiohead but on speed how do i get where can i get that and it's like well we have to record it so thank goodness we got it recorded because the song's been an ear uh, an earworm for all of us, and it's I can't yeah. stop thinking about it. So now it's out, and the video is out, and um, the video shoot came together so fast. I direct our videos, and it was one of the easiest. I mean, there's a lot of setting up, but it was one of the easiest shoots I've ever done, and it, I think you? it came out better than anything we've ever done. <laughs> the ones I've struggled over don't look as good as this one that just really came together. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, we would record right now. Um, yeah. So. That's... Yeah, we just need to keep playing shows, and every time we play a show, money goes back into the fund to keep the the recordings going. Well, and I think what you're describing too is a pretty common problem that a lot of bands are having. I mean, um, you know, half the people I have on the show or more are in the same situation where they have they have music. It's just a matter of of finding a way to to, to raise the funds to to get it out there. And I thought it was interesting what you said too about the the video um, shoot and the way it kind of organically happened and it it's very much how you described the songwriting process as well uh, of songs like this in, in that it just kind of um it came out and and it was it was smooth and, and and everything sort of worked in your favor um whether you intended it to or not so that's uh yeah. kind of cool to hear that that side of things has a similar well the um, video the video shouldn't have happened because we had to move it up like i we found out mandy our basis said well you're gonna be in the video so i don't need me in the video yeah we're gonna have you in the video 
and she played on the uh, on the single. This is the first time she's actually played her bass part. Okay. She usually plays her parts live. She comes in, and, and her and Eric come in, and they fill out our sound. But Jeremy tends to cover a lot of the guitar parts and things. But you can't play everything live. And so we'd been doing it all summer, and I think you looked at her, and we were about to go record, and you said, well, just why don't you record? You've been playing it more than I have. I've been playing focus on guitars. Just play it. And so she laid it down, and she we're in the, we're in the studio, and she goes, I've never done this before. And I said, what? I said, you've played for years. She goes, no, I've never recorded in the studio. Oh, wow. So it was her first session, and it was her first uh, video shoot. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of wild. But it, she, had, we had, she was leaving town for like 12 days. And I thought, wait, that won't line up with the release. We have to shoot the video soon. And then I looked, and I realized, we have both to shoot it this Friday. That was like two days away. So I literally had to gather together lights and things and different and lock down the location and make sure everyone was available and she was literally packing and then drove to the, the shoot did her part and then drove home and then flew out wow. so we really it shouldn't have worked i was thinking oh this is not gonna work we can't rush this kind of stuff and it just really the chaos played in uh we had another actor lined up and didn't work out and then i got chris reed he was available and he did it and he's a friend of mine he did a great job as the as the the character uh in the in the video so yeah it shouldn't have worked but it did but that's to me that's some of them sometimes the magic of of creativity or artistic expression is it's the it's the paint you spill that ends up being the the uh the, the art piece and the one you're putting on the canvas isn't maybe it's what's on the floor that's the art
So at the time we're recording this, um, uh, sorry, at the time people are hearing this, the, the single's out, the video's out, people can people can check this out. What's the best way? Uh, I mean, I know at this point people listen to music in so many different platforms and, and so many different ways. If you had an ideal way you would want someone to check out your music, where would you send them online? I mean, would it be to the website? Would it be uh, a, a certain streaming service? Do you have a preference? Sure. I mean, all the links, I mean, all our social media has our link tree, so it links you to everything. Okay. So you've got all the different... Um, so you can go to whytheband.com, whythband.com, or you can go to our YouTube channel and just look up Why The Band. And there's all the links there as well. And you can see all our videos and there's some live performance stuff. And that way you can pretty much find anything. If you find us on Instagram, it's why underscore music. But yeah, as I said, it's um, pretty easy to just go to the website and you'll find all the links. And come see us live. Uh, we just played a show at... Uh, at the Tap House, which we've been loving playing there. with uh, We played with Paper Machetes and uh, a band we played with before called uh, the uh, 1221. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just some great, it's such a great scene here. I just wish more of these artists were getting heard on, if it matters anymore, broadcast radio. But there's so many great artists that need to be heard, and and uh, they're not. So shows like this really do help in getting the, the word out about these artists and uh, and uh, share this podcast if you want people to know about great bands or you see someone who's in a musical rut this these podcasts really do kind of point you to to great local music so well thank yeah thanks that's the, kind of the goal that's the, that's the goal of this is to just shine a light on on people doing cool stuff locally and i mean most of the bands that i talk to are, are independent diy bands and that's just because the vast majority of people who make music in winnipeg of all genres are are, are doing it themselves and it's it's cool to see that there are bands like you guys who've been doing this for for you know a lot longer than some of these other bands and, and you're still plugging away at it and you're still still making new music still playing shows um the good thing about this being a podcast is someone could hear it the day it comes out or they could hear it you know a few months from now or years from now um what do you have coming up as far as uh do you have any 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 big shows happening in the relatively near future uh, if someone's listening to this you know uh, somewhat close to the time period that we've released it I don't have a DeLorean, so I don't know of course. where we are. <laughs> I think I set that, that up poorly, space, but yeah. Space-time yeah. continuum, yeah. yeah. It's, you've set me up for failure. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I don't know where we're going, Doc. Where are you playing in 2027? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> well, well that's, that when we get, that's when we get our Juno, and then we just go, no, we don't want it. And then we turn it down, and we act very aloof. Right. And, <laughs> and we go on tour in a really beat-up van, and we refuse to use a tour bus. You heard it um, here first, folks. Yeah, we're it's, we're going to keep it real because yeah. you know that's being real as opposed to owning up to your ambitions. Um, um, we don't know. We'll see where it, where it takes us. I know we were saying just at the last rehearsal, we were saying, you know what? I guess we're done for December, or I guess we're done for this month, and, unless something happens, or we get offered a New Year's Eve show, or we get offered. So um, we definitely start applying for festivals. We had a great time playing some festivals this summer. And uh, oh, our camera stopped. Just one second. The audio is still working. We're all good. It's coming back. There it is. Um, So yeah, it's um, so it's up to I guess us applying and hopefully getting in. There's still I find it in the scene here. It's it's great and people are very supportive, but there's still a little bit of gatekeeping. There's still a little bit of um, you know it's hard to get through to certain things, and so you have to keep proving yourself. And um, that's okay. I don't mind proving myself. That's why I always loved opening for bigger artists because you get to kind of prove yourself to their audience. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a matter of you just do enough shows and you play with some great artists and then they keep doing shows and you do shows. I just I think that's the best way is just to keep playing live. And I think that's when I have my most fun is live. I, I think Jeremy does too. And we 
we've been playing around with wireless experiences as well and him wandering off into the crowd and going, well, I guess then I'm going too. <laughs> um, that's been fun. Poor Davis has to sit on the stage. But uh, yeah, if he goes wireless, then there's just everything stops. <clears throat> so he gets up and walks <laughs> into the crowd. But um, yeah, we love playing together. We really like each other. We're, we feel like a family. Um, these are I love these people. I love working with them. I love writing with them. I feel my life's better from for knowing them. And I think I'm a better writer because of them. Um, so, and they're always so encouraging. I mean, when the video was finished, I sent out an early copy. I was like, oh, they, oh, this is brilliant. And they're always so very supportive of, um, you know, not that we're, you know, patting each other on the back when we shouldn't be. I mean, there's definitely a place for criticism and, and critique. But it's always, if you've done something good, you you know about it. You don't, we don't hold back from each other. We're very much about supporting each other and being uh, encouraging because, you know, you need to know how you're doing. And um, so, we, yeah, we all care about each other and we care about each other's creativity. And we care about each other's mindset. And so they, they feel comfortable enough to to play and to fail and to fall down. Because if you're not comfortable to fail, you're not going to take any chances. I think that's the biggest thing. So if we, mm -hmm. we feel so comfortable with each other that we can really screw up. <clears throat> and, and it's not really screwing up. It's sort of just fumbling, fumbling yeah. around, trying to find the song where it should go next. And mm -hmm. it's a very, that's really great to have that kind of safety. Um, that kind of feeling of of, com of, of camaraderie and also the fact that there's no there's no failing. It's just kind of we're all kind of finding and moving the puzzle pieces around. So, well, that's what keeps it from be being a job and being more of a just a genuine. Again, with that going back to the, the genuineness, a genuine creative expression because you're you're actually happy to be there and you're you're, you're doing what you want to do rather than feeling like you have to do something or you have to have a certain sound or you have to. Oh be recording a song a certain way i think it's there's a weird thing about the success there's this definition of success and i've always felt like success for us has always been a song well written and a song that's good enough to release yeah go so i'm comfortable releasing this that's yeah. success um and not being trapped in the the kind of the navel gazing itself um evaluation and you can't get past oh i can't get past that this is this and you get to the point where you just sort of picked it apart until the statue breaks and i think also too for us it's a matter of does it feel like it's honest and real and would someone connect to this and so our feeling is if one person listens to the song and goes hey i really love that song it really means something to me that's success if someone says it gives me comfort or it was the soundtrack to my recovery or you know i listen to that song and i don't feel bad or I listen to that song and I feel sad, but it's good that I feel sad. I just whatever, if someone's connecting with it on a certain level, that's success. So charts and getting to play the big shows or, you know, the fame thing or whatever that is. Um, we never did this for wealth or fame. We've always done it for just to make great music so that when we're gone, we leave a heritage of great music. We don't want to be a band that's just, we'll write songs so we can have an excuse to wear cool clothes and, and stand on stage and do concerts. That's kind of, I'd rather not. Yeah, this feels like a band that we do it because the music compels us, and then we go, well, let's do some cool stuff on stage to, to um, honor or to to live up to these songs. And we always feel like I always feel like I'm trying to live up to these songs. So um, we just do the very best we can to 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 present them with the dignity and 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 uh, the respect we have for these songs. I think it sounds sort of we're outside of it. We do feel outside of these songs sometimes. So mm -hmm. I can't really explain it. I don't really feel like. They belong to me once they're out there they're kind of out there and we just have to kind of do service uh, yeah. for that for the people who listen to them 
well, it's open to those people who listen to them and they, 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 they take it in and interpret it their own way. And the song means to them what it means to them. And you kind of have no control over that once it's, you've, you've created it and put it in the world and then it's, uh, people will do what they will with it. Oh, what a year it's been all the fighting division let the spirit have its way maybe peace can stay and may the christmas lights help us see there's no us to them it's just we Together for Christmas 